0: Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for choosing to invest time and knowledge into yourself as a pre-PT and future physical therapist. This episode has been sponsored by our new Acceptance Navigator series, which is a free four-part video pre-PT series where we teach you exactly how to dominate as an applicant by learning the new way to PT school acceptance. Learn how to finally get into the driver's seat as a pre-PT and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This series is the most value we have ever given away and it's free at www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. Don't miss out on your chance to get in the driver's seat of your acceptance. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the podcast episode. Hey, what's up? How y'all doing? For those of y'all that are new, my name is Joseph Googie. I am one of the co-founders of Pre-PT Grind, and our job is to help y'all get into PT school. So this is episode 20. Can you believe that, Taylor? This is episode 20 of the Pre-PT Inspire series. But for those of y'all that are new, we have been doing a series for a few months called the Pre-PT Inspire series, and it's probably one of the coolest things ever, mainly because as Pre-PTs, man, like we all have different stories, different journeys. And one of the most powerful things ever is to hear the success story of someone that literally is identical to where you are right now right? So like if you're currently right now afraid of being rejected again, for example, if if you are someone that has gotten rejected before, it's like, man, if I can hear the story of someone that's gotten rejected before, it'll actually inspire the heck out of you. So I love this. I love this. And also because in every episode we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? All the, like it's easy to have something motivational and nice. That's kind of like, oh yeah, no, like we want to talk about the, the real story. Like what really happened? What went down? But tonight's a little a little unique. Tonight's a little unique in the sense that uh, Taylor has actually been a guest on this series before. This is part two of Taylor's previous episode. Taylor was part, she was episode nine. If y'all missed episode nine, y'all can go back and listen to it. But, but Taylor was part of episode nine and, and she shared a lot about her story. I'll have her summarize it a little bit, but today we're talking about it from a very different perspective. So Today, we're talking to students that if you have been rejected before, this is for you. If you are terrified of being rejected and you have not been rejected before, this is also for you. And if you're just afraid of failure as an applicant, overall, this is exactly the one to listen to. Taylor and I had a conversation a few weeks ago that in the middle of it, we were just like, yo, like students need to hear this. So, so we decided that Taylor was going to come for part two and then we were going to really serve y'all. So if that's you, if you, I'm telling you right now, you want to put something like put, put things down. Like if you're doing something, if you're playing video games to just, just listen to what Taylor has to say. But before we start, uh, Taylor, how you feeling?
1: Really, really good. I'm happy to be back. And like you said, super happy to tell my story in episode nine. And we'll go ahead and summarize my story in this episode. But I think you're right. I think people really have to listen to what we're going to talk about tonight. I think it's a huge game changer, but um, I'm really excited to be here.
0: Huge, huge game changer. If right now, one, you are either super like, like terrified of being rejected this coming cycle, or two, you have been rejected before and are scared that it will happen again if you fall into either one of those two categories we want to make sure that for those of you that fit in those categories y'all are listening because a lot of times what happens is we get so caught up like we we psych ourselves out to the point where we actually freak out and, and panic and and that becomes like insane levels of anxiety and all this other stuff and y'all it, it's not healthy like 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 there are students that have reached out and said yo like I feel like I got sick because I was so stressed that I literally stressed myself into being sick. Like my body responded negatively to me being so anxious and stressed about, oh, like what if this doesn't happen? What y'all? So, so if that is you, you're in the right place. Taylor, before we dive in, uh, what I would love for you to do is give people a summary, like real quick of what your frustrations were as a pre-PT before you got accepted into PT school. And then we're going to talk about what you and I discussed a few weeks ago and help those people. Is that cool? Sounds good. Perfect. Tell us.
1: So I graduated college in 2017 and basically applied for the first time, just shooting in the dark with a low GPA. I had the wrong study habits and I was still putting in the time in undergrad to study, but I just wasn't studying in the right way, so to say. So my grades were really subpar up until like senior year where I was like oh my god I'm gonna apply to PT school I'm gonna like be doing this in a couple of months from graduation I need to get my act together so I spent my last year like really finding what it was that worked for me and so even though I was making dean's list status for like the first or the last two semesters of my college career that really didn't put me in a good place to apply for the first time. And when I applied for the first time, I was like, well, let's just see how this goes. (laughs) We'll see how this goes. And if I get rejected, which I thought was a very strong possibility, well, at least I had this experience of applying for the first time, which was very naive because it was not only a waste of time on my part, but a waste of time or a waste of, financial uh, resources for me as a new grad from college, but I think the biggest thing for me was the low GPA and feeling like I was absolutely alone in my pre-PT journey. I felt like everyone that I talked to, counselors, other pre-PT students, I guess PT school alumni and um, admissions advisors were telling me, like from all directions, everyone was like, your GPA is too low, your jury is too low, like there's just no chance of you getting into PT school. So I lived like that for a really long time. And I always viewed PT school as a accolade of, I don't know, that was, that seems so far away and something that was never going to be achievable for me until I joined the acceptance system. And so once that happens, once you're in that group of people where you are vibing on the same wavelength, you have the same mindset, you're pushing each other and not only did i never did I never feel alone in the accepted system, but the accountability and the mentorship was there to propel me to get accepted into multiple p t schools and like we 'll talk about I guess it forced me to grow in ways that I appreciate so much about myself that I really would do the same thing over again if I had applied the first time, and if I had got accepted the first time, I would be less of a person and less of. A, piece, a future PT than I would be if I hadn't got accepted the first time
0: y'all y'all please pay attention to what we're about to say right now because oh my gosh all right so first of all Taylor got rejected the first time y'all heard her summary if, if y'all want the full version go and listen to episode nine she literally breaks everything down but but I want y'all to listen to this for those of y'all that have been rejected before and are freaking out about it and for those of y'all that are scared that it's going to happen again. It's like, Oh my gosh, like I'm going to get rejected. Okay, cool. Listen very carefully. Taylor says, if I could go back, I got rejected the first time. If I could go back, I would not change anything about my journey. I would not change anything. I wouldn't change the fact that I got rejected the first cycle. I wouldn't change the fact that I went through all that stuff. You know, when I, uh, when I got rejected, why, why we're addressing this. And we're about to go deep a little bit because I'm going to have Taylor break it down for y'all. Like why, why I want y'all to hear this is because a lot of times, like we get so psyched out when we get rejected. First of all, if you've been rejected before, like we get so psyched out by it I and mean, we start self-identifying with it. It's kind of like, man, I got rejected before. Maybe it's just not going to work out for me. You know, my advisor says this, my family says that they're doubting it. I'm anxious. Maybe it's just not meant to be. Maybe it'll happen again. We just psych ourselves out. So that when we go back to reapply, we actually, like, we're in such a poor state of mind that we're just kind of clawing and grabbing for whoever will accept us, whatever. Like, y'all, like, it puts us in this cycle that it's so unhealthy as pre-PT. Same with students that have never been rejected. We literally look at the application cycle and we're freaking out so much. Like, we freak ourselves so much that we actually end up, like, freezing, like, so panicked. Yet here was Taylor. Literally looking me dead in the, you know, through Zoom, like dead in the eye, and saying, "Yo, like if I could do this again, I would have done it the exact same way. I would have preferred to get rejected that first cycle, and have things happen the exact way they did, as opposed to getting accepted that first cycle." Now, Taylor, before I start, can you talk to us about that? Like, why, 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 why did you feel like now looking back? Because you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? So now looking back. Why is it like clear as day to you? Because, and, and for the students that are freaking out about, you know, like who have been rejected before, like, what is your message to them? Be like having that perspective, because I'll tell you right now, most people will like, will tell you, it's like, no, Joseph, I got rejected last cycle. Oh, I just wish it would have happened then. I, I just wish I would have gotten in and, and don't get me wrong. Like we all want to get to Pete school at the same, you know, first time around and all that stuff, but. But but why, why did you feel that? Can you talk to that? And, and why is that important for students to listen to tonight?
1: Definitely. So, like you said, I mean, I made so many mistakes on my pre-PT journey, and there could have been so many ways that I could have improved myself as an applicant and as a student um, to get in the first time. And obviously, I you know, did waste a lot of money and a lot of time, um, just being I even being kind of closed-minded and shooting in the dark the first time. But. With that being said, I really, really believe that if I didn't go through that struggle, through those experiences of having to be like, so like self-aware and like to strip down my ego and say like, okay, like we know that your GPA is low. We know X, Y, and Z. We know your strengths and weaknesses. How are you, how the heck are you going to leverage yourself to get into these schools that are, are competitive? how are you gonna leverage yourself if everyone has you know, a 3.5 or 3.7 GPA? Like obviously schools are telling me that, yeah, like to get into our program, you need this GPA and this GRE score. And I'm looking at all of my pre-PT classmates and colleagues and they all have that. So I'm like, well, how the heck am I gonna stand out as a pre-PT, which I feel like is the question that plagues the entire pre-PT population at some point in time. <laughs> But for me, I mean, going through the accepted system and going through having to have this heavy, heavy sense of self-awareness has made me into a pre-PT, a PT student and a future PT and just general person that is totally like unrecognizable because the personal development that you have to go through in order to be like that honest with yourself and be like, hey, yeah, like my GPA sucks. There's no doubt about it. Like for the longest time, I just avoided that and just tried to make everything else better. But I think there's something that Greg Todd talks about a lot is to eat the frog first. And so the most difficult thing is oftentimes the first thing that we should tackle. So for me, that was my GPA. And I feel like through having to take, you know, the evening classes and having to retake two-thirds of my prerequisite courses and having to take the GRE multiple times, all the while still working full-time to afford those classes, is then, at any time and point, I could have quit like that would have been a really easy point for me to just quit and say like you know what like I've never like I'm literally spending like 12 to 14 hours a day like working like I don't really have that much of a social life you know I have to say no to a lot of things that are fun in exchange for you know work and academics and things like that of course balance is important but yeah there was a lot of sacrifice for sure I'm not going to sugarcoat it but at that point I could have been like, yeah, this is too hard. Like that would have been a really easy point to be like, yes, I this is too much. I would rather do something else. I'd rather do something more fun or go down an easier route, go maybe someplace where I could, I don't know, like be a, like a personal trainer or do something easier, quote unquote, that was more manageable to accomplish instead of doing all of this work. So many people would ask me, why are you putting in this work? Why are you so like determined to get into PT school why don't you just do something easier maybe it's not just maybe it's not for you but at that point you know you realize when you're putting in all this work and you still are focused on your goal even though you have to turn down more fun things or you even though you're putting in 12 to 14 hours a day at that point you then you can say yeah I'm putting in all this work and I still want PT I'm a PTA and I see struggles And stories that aren't always the most glamorous. And I still want PT at the end of the day. And so I think that's really important for people to hear because, you know, oftentimes we get really stuck in our head about, you know, how can I even be a PT if I can't even master the GRE or if I can't even take this dang test and get an A on it? How am I qualified to be a PT? But at the end of the day, I think PT is more about who you are as a person and your communication skills, your, I guess, your interactions with people and patients, like no one's going to ask you, what was your GRE score when you, when you applied for the first time and got rejected? Like no one's going to ask you that. So I think the personal development that comes with struggle and in terms of having to really work for your success, if I got in the first time and I said, hey, like, yeah, I had a 4.0 GPA and I just like picked the school and boop. That was it, accepted, done. Obviously, that would have been fantastic, phenomenal. But but the amount of grit and the amount of passion that you inquire through having to work through struggles and having to work through challenges, just further builds yourself as not only a person, but as an applicant. Like you can, I talk heavily about the concept of failure and the concept of having to really like work harder than almost anyone I knew for the same result, not less than every, every other pre-PT. So having that development, having that change in mindset, and also just the opportunities that you, Joseph, and Casey, uh, the pre-PT grind have afforded me, and the amount that I've learned where PTs can go that's not just working in a clinic and entrepreneurship is just absolutely like priceless even though I had to put in those hours and even though I had to really struggle and like claw my way to like everything that I have achieved so far. Also, I want to just touch on, I do have a scholarship for PC school and everyone is always like, you're so lucky. You're so lucky to get a scholarship. And I'm like, I am not lucky. I'll I work worked ish. tooth and nail. I worked mm-hmm. every single day, every single second for this scholarship. Like mm-hmm. I am not, I did not just get this by chance. So this journey if i were to do it again like you said joseph i would have done the same thing because the opportunities that i have now they're incomparable they're incomparable to if i were to have gotten into pt school the first time sorry if that was a little long
0: (laughs) no girl shoot this is your time (laughs) you can say whatever the heck you want now, after being accepted into PT school, you know, she was in our accepted system coaching program and stuff like that. But, but the biggest thing is for her is she looks back and she's like, honestly, I wouldn't have done it any differently. I would have gone through the same process being rejected because of what it's turned into. So, so here's my question to you guys. Actually, before I ask the question, because th- this is where I want you guys to really think individually. I want to give you a different definition for failure. It's probably one of the best definitions I have ever heard. Failure is just temporary defeat. Like, failure is just temporary defeat. I read that in a book a few years ago, y'all, and it shifted a lot of what my beliefs were. Like, I think a lot of times we see failure as a very final thing. Whether for you, you feel like your failure was, you know, a certain semester that, you know, your classes were a little rough. So, so, So you might see that as failure. But when we see it as final, then what happens is we start self-identifying with the fact that, well, dang, I'm just not good at classes. So, so there, there's no way in heck I'm ever gonna handle being a PT student. There, there's, there's no way in heck I'm ever gonna be able to get accepted into PT school. Maybe you've been rejected, right? So, so you, you get rejected from, from, from PT school. And if you believe that failure is final, then you start identifying with the idea that, that you're just not going to get into a program. Like, man, it's just bound to happen again. That's why we think that. The only reason why those thoughts come into our head is because we have this weird belief that failure is final. Hell no! Nah. Like y'all, like failure is just temporary defeat. So, so if you can understand that, then Taylor's story starts to make a lot of sense because she didn't get into PT school the first time she applied. But if she saw it as final, then she would have done what most pre-PTs do. And if, if this is you, I'm so glad you're on this because you're, you're, you're finally hearing it. If she felt it was final, she would have just been like, well, I guess I'll just retake some classes. I guess I'll just do what everyone's doing. I'll, you know, I'll apply again. I'll see what happens. Maybe I'll have a plan B just in case. Man, listen, if that's the attitude that you're coming in with, it's because you have believed that failure is final and it affects your ability to actually apply properly. Here's what Taylor did though. Taylor said, all right, yo, check it out. Didn't go well the first time. All right. Like I had a good feeling it probably wasn't going to go too well because, because I didn't know what I was doing right? So let me get some guidance. So she got into our program, right? Let me learn some other skills. Now she's literally having other non-traditional skills that are like literally putting her in a position to earn more and do all this other stuff. And now she's become a completely different person. She, She said it on this live stream. She said into a person that is borderline unrecognizable. I think unrecognizable is the word she used. She's become a completely different person. I said it in a live stream with with Casey not too long ago, a few weeks back, where we said that pre PT grind would not be here today. Like, y'all, like, listen to me very carefully. Pre PT grind would not be here today if one, Casey did not get rejected the first time he applied. Because when Casey got rejected, like, y'all, y'all, like, y'all hear me or Casey or any of our students on here. Yeah, listen, like, none of this would be happening if Casey didn't get rejected. Isn't that crazy? So, how it worked was Casey literally, got rejected. After he got rejected, I was starting a little coaching program called the Pre-PT Success Program on our campus, now known as Pre-PT Grind. But, but I reached out to Casey because of, the, one, the fact that he had come from a different profession, like in terms of like his undergrad focus was pharmacy before and he switched to Pre-PT, but also because I thought he could give a lot of depth through his experience, right? And that he could inspire people by literally showing them someone who's going back to reapply in real time many years later we are pre-pt grind right so shoot the person that even said let's go online was casey so if casey did not get rejected the honest truth is we would we would have been in the same pt class yes but the honest truth is we wouldn't have worked together like i wouldn't have even thought of casey so we would have never gone online that program might have ran and it would have died after I graduated from PT school because I would have thought, you know what? There's no other way to put this out there. I wouldn't know who Taylor was, man, because of Casey's rejection. But in the moment, it feels like the end of the world. But what Casey did was this. Casey, Casey's already shared that like he felt frustrated and all that, but, but he realized that failure was just temporary defeat. And he asked himself, okay, what do I have to shift? Who do I have to become? Who do I have to become in order to make sure that these programs ain't playing around no more? In order to make sure that these programs do not say no to me anymore? And true like, and as he was doing that, he slowly became the person that y'all like respect and look up to today. We all have our different stories, but in the moment, it feels like crap. In the moment, it feels difficult, right? But, but, but like, the, the, the mental shift I want y'all to have tonight is to realize one, Failure is just temporary defeat. But the second question is, who am I becoming? If you got rejected last year and the person you are right now is the same exact person that you were when you applied last year, you have let yourself down so far. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you've actually grown over the last year. And I'm not talking about just like a whole bunch of extracurriculars and stuff like that. I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking about you, the person, who you are, how much time you've invested into yourself, growing you. Growing your mind, growing your resiliency, growing how you communicate. If you have grown, then you have actually made this past year successful. But you've been so caught up freaking out and thinking, oh man, you know, I'm just I'm just bound to get rejected again. I'm just man, listen, who have you become? And right now, if you're planning on applying this cycle and you got rejected last year or, or rejected the year before, question I'd be asking myself is like, either who have I become? And if I'm not satisfied with who I've become is who do I need to become? And what do I need to become that person? For Taylor, it was certain people that she had to be around. She said, personal development, spending time on growing herself, protecting this guy right here, her mind, learning new skills that would actually help her like, accelerate herself when not only when she's a student, but also when she's a physical therapist, who are you becoming? The funny part about that is we might not even know who you will become until maybe like a decade from now. It took this many years for us to see who Casey became because of that one experience or who I became through my experiences or who Taylor has become through her experiences. But I want y'all to shift your focus. And if you've gotten rejected before, man, y'all are the ones I'm talking to. If y'all got, if you've gotten rejected before, I want you to start shifting how you see things and start asking yourself who, like, like that rejection, let me not waste it because of that rejection who am i becoming who do i have to become what like what am i becoming not just oh i got more observation hours that's it if that's it i mean we might have wasted time i'm just being real is that making sense taylor
1: yes it is
0: for those y'all that are watching does that make sense to y'all this is a bit of a stronger message than usual but it's one that needs to be heard because it's even though it sounds like I'm being a little harsh, I'm not, I'm actually giving y'all a heck of a lot of hope. Because I think we get so stuck in our failures, not realizing that they were just roadblocks to becoming who we are supposed to be. Roadblocks into becoming who we are supposed to be as physical therapists, roadblocks into becoming who we are supposed to be as students, roadblocks into becoming who we are supposed to be as communicators, roadblocks into becoming who we're supposed to be as influencers. The, the people that know how to manage frustrations and pain and they grow from it are the ones that are able to help the most people. So when you start to psych yourself out, ask yourself, man, check it out. Like, I could freak out like everybody else, but who am I becoming? That rejection, okay. Maybe it didn't happen the way I wanted it to. So how am I going to make sure that it wasn't in vain? Who am I becoming? How am I going to pour into myself so that I want to get into PT school? So how powerful would it be for me to continue pouring into myself, putting myself around people that can guide me and, and give me all these other like skills and so many other things that when I get in, I can actually inspire more people to go back at it. It's always easy to tell your story when you finally accomplished your thing. It's like, oh yeah, you know, you know, for the last two years it's been a struggle. Man, it's easy to share that. No, like, are you embracing it now? If one year from today, if one year from today. If I was a fortune teller, if I could, you know, travel time and I could go one year from today and say, yo, you specifically, if I could tell y'all a year from today that you had an acceptance letter that was already done deal, it was a done deal. It was done. Like I've already gone to the future. It's sealed. You just have to keep pushing long enough to get there. How would you spend your time now? Would you waste it being super anxious and doing nothing? Or would you say, shoot, it's coming. It's coming let's, let's kick it up a notch. We don't have time to like freak out and spend man, like who do I need around me? Man, I'm feeling super, super low. Like, do I have a lot of people that are bringing me down or do I have people that are bringing me up? Shoot, maybe I have to filter my people. Am I spending time every single day, like pouring into myself, whether that's reading books, whether that's podcasts, pre PT grind podcast, shameless plug, like whether that's podcasts, whether that's videos, whether that's motivation, like, What am I doing to become the person that can actually handle it? What if I was being protected from getting into a program because I couldn't handle it because I wasn't ready to actually be the person I needed to be? Y'all, Taylor's a completely different person today. But don't like, man, like, please don't waste it. But understand that it's just a part of your journey. And even though it feels like failure right now, it's only temporary defeat. That's all it is. That's all it is. Taylor, is there anything that you want to leave the people with today?
1: Yeah, I just want to echo what you just said about changing your perspective of failure. And I can't remember where I heard this from, but it just has to do with changing how you see failure. And failure is really only failure. It's only bad. If you let it be a dead end and you don't look at it as a new way that you could approach a problem, because everybody makes mistakes and no one's perfect, no journey is going to be just linear, every upward growth is going to be filled with ups and downs and that was my journey exactly, but really Changing your mindset of what failure looks like, like you said, whether that's looking at a C on a test and saying, okay, maybe I'm just not good at classes. Change that to say, what else can I do? What rock have I not turned over in order to do better the next time? There's a thing that I feel like was so integral in terms of my pre-PT journey, and that was literally changing my aspects and my perspective of failure because I was so like traumatized almost from the first rejection that I was so scared to even put out any effort because like you said if people know about your journey and they know that you're working towards something like I would just post on Facebook like hey here's what I'm doing today to try and get into PT school it's a lot easier to be like, hey, I got into beauty school and like no one knew about my journey, but to literally have to say like, yeah, this is what I have been doing. And this is what I'm doing to overcome my fear of failure, just to be transparent about that is, is huge. Because I feel like, like you said, you just have to put your mindset in the place of, success like your acceptance letter is waiting for you I had to literally stop myself from saying yeah if I get into PT school no when when I get into PT school I will do x y and z you have to change your mindset and I think everybody focuses on like how am I going to improve my GPA how am I going to improve my stats how am I going to get more observation hours and those are all important yes but you have to remember that the people that are evaluating your application are humans they want to see they want to see personal growth they want to see who you are going to be and how you are going to serve the profession in the future so for me the biggest thing with getting accepted and then also just i guess how i run my life <laughs> in general is not being afraid of failure and having a growth and You just have to have a growth oriented mindset and not be afraid of the mistakes. The mistakes are going to happen. The mistakes are a part of everyday life, but failure is only failure. If you let it be a dead end. I
0: don't know a better way to end that (laughs) y'all. I really don't, man. I hope, I hope y'all y'all heard what Taylor was talking about tonight. I, I really hope you did. And if you did miss part one of her story where she like, Explained all the good, the bad, the ugly about her journey to becoming a physical therapy student, man. It's an episode nine of our Pre PT Inspire series. Go find it. It's on our podcast. It's on YouTube. It's somewhere. Just, just find it. If you can't find it, hit us up. But lastly, for, for those of y'all that are applying and you feel stuck and you're like, man, like, I feel like I'm all over the place. Joseph, Taylor, I feel like I'm all over the place. Uh, we want to teach you a lot of what Taylor had to start shifting in her journey to get herself to where she is right now. www dot acceptance navigator.com it's a free training that casey and i did in a hotel room in in florida right well i live in florida but he lives in chicago but but yeah when casey was down here a, a few months ago we did a free training and i know that if you have not gone through that training and right now you are looking for direction you're like man right now yes i'm trying to believe that Failure is just temporary defeat, but I'm trying to get myself on the right track. I want to be in the driver's seat. I want to feel like I'm in control of this thing. Man, that's exactly what you need to start with. So go www.acceptancenavigator.com. Go there. And then at the end, we actually do give you an opportunity to speak to myself or Casey so we can help you on your journey, help put you in the position that Taylor's in right now, but you can get into physical therapy school. Don't let anybody tell you anything different, but it's going to start with how you perceive everything. Your perspective has to shift it has to shift. And if you need to listen to this again, like listen, go wash the dishes and just listen, just, just kind of meditate on the words that Taylor was saying, because it really is. We spend so much time on the thing, right? It's like, Oh, GRE, man, like that. We never work on the person that is applying. We never work on the person we are becoming like that. Like that's the only thing y'all are take. Only thing y'all are taking from being a pre PT to being a PT student to being a physical therapist is yourself. So you might as well, you might as well, figure out how to pour enough into yourself so that you can actually handle what each of those milestones will look like. But yo, like this is life, and life has different obstacles. Like man, in PT school, you are gonna have different struggles. You have certain struggles right now, but when you can start looking at failure differently and you can start saying, man, this is just a temporary defeat. If, it's, if this is temporary defeat, then that means that I will come out of this on top. And the beautiful thing about failure is also the fact that, man, like when you, are, when you go through it, the growth you go through prepares you for whatever the next milestone is. And had you not gone through it, you would have not been prepared for whatever that next milestone was. So your story is going to be different. My story is going to be different. Taylor's story is going to be different. But we have one thing in common, our perspective and how we choose to use it. Does that make sense, y'all? I hope that makes sense, man. This is great. Uh, Taylor, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming out tonight and, and, and serving the people. Y'all, if you felt like this was helpful, share it with your friends. Uh, let them know that you know, this is a key part of their journey. But go to www.acceptancenavigator.com. Let's get it. Y'all have a good one. Taylor, thank you so
2: much. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.